Hi, I'm Nicola Cairncross and you're listening to the Money Gym podcast, where I interview successful entrepreneurs and investors and ask them if they could go back in time and give their younger selves one big tip about money, what would it be? I really hope you enjoy the show. Today I'm joined by Dan Norris, whose book The Seven Day Startup had a tremendous impact on me, leading me to start my Facebook ads agency, clicksandleads.com. Dan is an award-winning content marketer and the author of the best-selling business books, The Seven Day Startup, Content Machine, Create or Hate, and Operation Brewery. If you haven't read The Seven Day Startup and you're interested in business, go and get a copy of it now. It's amazing. In June 2014, after failing at entrepreneurship for seven years, he founded WPCurve.com, a worldwide team of WordPress developers providing unlimited, small, fixed and support 24-7 for $69 a month. It became profitable in just 23 days and 14 months later had 21 staff, 500 customers and continued to grow at 15 to 20% a month. It was eventually sold to GoDaddy for an undisclosed figure. Dan is a passionate content marketer and has created 600 pieces of content around entrepreneurship, WordPress and online marketing. In 2013, he was voted Australia's best small business blogger by the readers of Telstra Smarter Business Ideas magazine. In 2014, Dan released his book, The Seven Day Startup, which became a top 10 bestseller in three Amazon categories and has changed the life of entrepreneurs across the globe, including myself. So tell me about your business money. Have you always been good with money? Have you always been terrible with money? What have you had to learn about money and running a business and, and all that stuff? Well, I've always been terrible with money and I'm still terrible with money. Um, I mean, in terms of, I don't know how to answer this question. I mean, the, the only thing I would say in terms of a business, which makes it infinitely easier, is to build a, a predictable revenue business. And it just makes absolute, and in our case, recurring revenue is, is, the, is the best option if you can do it. You can't always do it, but um, that just makes absolutely everything easier because you, um, you can plan everything you can hire before you need to because you know that revenue is going to grow next yeah. month. Um, and I, I, I was hopeless with, with the inconsistencies of running an agency, um, but the predictable revenue business is just a totally different animal. So that's probably the number one tip. The number two tip is that I have a spreadsheet that I actually included in the book. It's, it's free up on our site. Um, and it, it estimates our revenue and our expenses live at any given time. Yeah. And we still manually update that every day. Wow. Um, and the reason I do that is because the, no matter how up to date your accounts are, it doesn't really give you a clear picture of, you know, what your upcoming expenses are or what your upcoming revenue is, like not on like a rolling month basis. Like if you're yeah. growing 15% a month, it's a huge difference. If we look at our finances in on the 1st of November and the 12th of November, like in this particular month, we've grown 10%. We've had 60 signups in 12 days. Wow. Yeah, and we've, and we've employed three people. So it's, I mean, if I was to look at our accounting system, it would be a totally different metric than – than looking at our little spreadsheet that just simply estimates what it looks like when we grow 10%, how many staff we need, what our expenses look like. Um, and we're continuing to use that spreadsheet. I've used it from day one and um, I continue to use that. And they're really the only two slightly organized things we do when it comes to money, as well as having a good accountant and a bookkeeper and keeping the books up to date. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to have the, your, your back covered there. I'm a big fan of, of weekly cash flow forecasts that, that you update weekly at the very minimum. And, the, you know, the fact that you update yours daily is, is even more inspiring because, you know, you, as a business founder, you have to have your finger on the pulse every single day, don't you? You can't wait yeah, for a month. 
<laughs> yeah, well, that's that's true, and and a lot of our assumptions and our decisions come from our revenue. So, for example, we, you know, the, the amount it costs us to service customers comes directly from how many customers we've we've got, which directly um, translates in how many staff we need to manage those customers. So every X amount of customers sign up, we need to hire a new staff member, and every time we hire a new staff member, that increases our cost by a certain amount, and we need to grow by a certain amount. So. And, and, and again, every time we, we hire a new staff member, there's a direct cost for a whole bunch of systems that we pay per staff member. Mm. Um, so, so all of that kind of stuff, it, like literally, if we're hiring once or twice a week or if we're signing up 10 or 15 customers a day, which at our absolute best we, we will do, um, then, then this kind of stuff, like, like you, you really need to have a really good handle on this sort of stuff and an accounting system doesn't really give you that. No, it doesn't. And and are you still largely a virtual company, or do you have proper offices and grown-up desks and things now? No, well, we're we both me and Alex work out of co-working spaces. So I'm in a okay. co-working space in Varsity Lakes on the Gold Coast in Australia. He works out of WeWork in San Francisco. So we're up to I think 25 people now, and all of those guys are remote. That's including me and Alex. But other than me and Alex, they're all remote. Some of them work from home. Some of them work from coffee shops some of them work from co-working spaces yeah i, I don't think we're, we're going to be anything more than remote unless we need to be we want to we want to employ someone in each of the three time zone as like a project manager and so it'll uh-huh. be someone like me or someone like alex to replace ourselves um and if for whatever reason it makes sense for those guys to work in our offices we might do it that way but other than that we don't have any plans to kind of open an office anywhere well, that's brilliant too, isn't it, for anyone listening? Because it means that you can grow a, a infinitely scalable company and keep it remote and and to suit your lifestyle, which is which is very cool. Well, that remains to be seen. We've <laughs> we've gotten <laughs> as far as I think six hundred and fifty customers, and I think we're up to fifty grand a month or something. But that's very far from infinitely scalable. So we'll see how far it takes us. <laughs> okay. And what what else? Um, what about your personal money? Do you invest in anything else apart from your business? Do you have time to even think about that, or have you got any aspirations to invest in anything else in the future? Um, I'm hopeless with my personal money. Um, I've I've bought real estate before and lost money on it. I'm hopeless at saving. So I've, <laughs> I'm, re- I'm trying to work all of that out at the moment. I've got a bunch of different businesses. Uh-huh. And, and um, so I think I might put a bit of money into my business. We'll probably buy some sort of real estate if we can figure out how. Um, and that's probably about it. I don't think anything else I'm too excited about in terms of investing personal money. You've been listening to Nicola Cancross on the Money Gym podcast. If you'd like to find out more about The Money Gym and how we can help you become more financially intelligent, just come on over to themoneygym.com. We'll see you over there.